Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. from CNN.com. CNN has been one of the biggest purveyors of fear pornography per the pandemic. I think that CNN and Fox News both, their lawyers have to be in a constant they they have to they have to have the screw face on all the time, right? Because if you're if you're a lawyer at CNN or Fox, you know that the other shoe is going to drop eventually because of the misinformation and disinformation. At some point, somebody's going to sue them significant. Somebody's going to sue the pants off of CNN and Fox News for for the constant barrage of lies, partial truths. But in, in many cases on both sides, you're talking about pathological lies. CNN wants you to be afraid to leave your house. Fox News wants to send you into the abyss. I don't wear a mask. Don't don't. You're this political. We're we're Republicans. We don't wear masks. You can't die from COVID if you're young. You're gonna be fine. Everything's fine. It was proven not to be true. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide under my couch here at Paragon Seven Studios. I'm not gonna hide under the desk, but I'm also gonna wash my hands and use common sense. It's probably not a really smart move if you're not vaccinated. I don't know to go to a Titans game if they'll even let you in. I don't I don't know the protocols for that, but you probably don't want to be down. On Broadway here in Nashville, where I live, going to nudies, going to all of the honky talk bars here in Nashville, no mask, no vaccine, and just assume that everything's going to be all right. There's got to be some middle ground. Truth is always in the middle. So, reading from CNN.com, more than 99.99% of, fe- of people fully vaccinated against COVID-19 have not had a quote breakthrough case resulting in hospitalization or death, according to the latest data from the U S centers for disease control and prevention, the CDC. The data highlights what leading health experts across the country have said for months, COVID-19 vaccines are very effective at preventing serious illness and death from COVID-19 and the country's best shot at slowing the pandemic down and avoiding further suffering. The CDC reported 6,587 COVID-19 breakthrough cases as of July 26, including 6,239 hospitalizations and 1,263 deaths. At that time, 
more than 163 million people in the United States were fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Dividing those cases by totally fully vaccinated population results in less than a 0.004% of fully vaccinated people having a breakthrough case that led to hospitalization and less than a 0.001% of fully vaccinated people dying from a breakthrough case. I don't, I don't love the term breakthrough case. I think that breakthrough case, once again, you're getting into terms, the boogeyman, breakthrough case, critical race theory, Simone Biles mental health. <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's in the, in the words. Of of in the illustrious words on on Wolf of Wall Street when Matthew McConaughey was talking about the stocks, he said he said nobody knows the stocks. Warren Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, it's all it's all fairy dust. What did these make these noises? It's a great performance by Matthew McConaughey. These nebulous terms that that scare people or galvanize people, I'm not a big fan of that. There's, there's, there's truth somewhere in the middle. Now, if you don't believe the CDC and you don't believe Johns Hopkins, I can't really have an intelligent conversation with you. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not, I'm not the federal government. I don't know if the CDC is just a slush fund to lie about health. I don't know that. I have friends that believe that. I don't believe it. But if you don't believe that this data being extrapolated from the CDC is accurate, then then obviously there's nothing to discuss. But if you do believe that, and if you don't believe it, where are you putting your faith in before I go to the if you do believe? Are you putting your faith in some sparky on YouTube who's not a medical doctor? And I'm not even talking about like Dr. CB. I'm not talking about someone who is known and respected and people can say, hey, I went to this guy. I had herpes, I had HIV, I had something, I had diabetes, I had something going on, I had cancer, and his regimen, I don't want to say heal, because heal is a very strong word, but his regimen helped me to neutralize the symptoms, and I think that's a better word. I'm always, I'm always leery of people that say heal. I have Lyme disease. I'm going to have Lyme disease the rest of my life. But if I eat right and I'm on the right regimen, I can neutralize having Lyme disease. Just like Magic Johnson, who has a zillion dollars, he was the first major figure that had HIV and was able to neutralize HIV. You look at Magic Johnson now, he looks great. He looks like he's going to live to be 100. We thought in 1992, 93, whenever it was, when he said that he had HIV, back then, if he had HIV, he had like... 18 months to live. And he looks very healthy and is bossing up and he's, he's, he's with the, he's part-time with the Lakers and an ambassador for them. He's with the, he's an owner, a part owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers who's basically traded for Matt Serzer over the weekend. So he's bossing up. He's living his life. He's living his best life. You, you go to the gram and see magic. He's in Greece hanging out. Just being an old guy with a belly in Greece, hanging out. He's living his best life. And I want everyone listening to live your best life. And if you don't believe 
in the scientific data that's coming from the CDC and you don't believe what NIH is producing, if you don't believe IHME and if you don't believe Johns Hopkins and all of these, they're, they're like three or four central data resource buckets that you can pull from. If you don't believe in that and you want to believe in somebody on YouTube that has 26,000 followers and is saying that this is all a scam and it's the mark of the beast and that if you get the vaccine, you're now a human magnet. And as a George Soros depopulation agenda by the global elite, big tech and big pharma, if you want to believe that, I can't tell you not to believe that. But if you believe that the data that's coming out, that, that having the vaccine, which I'm vaccinated, that having a vaccine severely reduces your chances of having a serious COVID case, then why would you not get vaccinated? Especially if you're in a protected class, especially if you're someone that has children and a family and you're going out in society. I get young single person, you know, Avriana says she's not gonna get the vaccine. Well, Avriana's young, she's not married, she doesn't have children. She can live her life in some level of, of mild to moderate isolation if she sees fit. She's in very good health. Shannon's talked about not one. Shannon Holt, lovely Miss Shannon Holt. She's coming, she's recently coming here. She says, has no intention of getting the vaccine. I'm not going to rail on Shannon because Shannon is literally a model and a yoga um, Svengali. <laughs> so if you're a bodybuilder and you're always working out and you eat wheatgrass and don't eat sugar at all, I think that that countering is just as viable and valuable as the vaccine itself. But that's not that's not what most people do. And I see people on YouTube. They got a they got a black and mild. You're smoking a blitty and you're talking about, man, I'm not getting this vaccine. With a black and mild in your hand, you have a you have a glass of Hennessy VSOP in one hand. And you have a cigar in the other hand and you're saying, I don't need this vaccine. I'm healthy. I just don't know if that's is that realistic. Is the I'm a risk person. I'm, a, I'm an expert in my day job on risk management, risk adjustment, risk modeling, actuarial sciences. All of those things is what I do for a living. Way before the Lance Day Show, the HealthCast, the, the relationship with WVOL, the, the national syndicated platform, the relationship with Rise, the relationship with HIMSS. All places where I'm a keynote speaker. I was a data geek going through data on various cohorts of individuals for chronic illness. And if you have one of those chronic illnesses, the data shows that you're more susceptible to having a serious issue with COVID. We all know that viruses mutate because the viruses want to live. Just like I want to live, you're fighting to live, the virus is fighting to live. Do you think ultimately that the risk of getting the vaccine is a higher risk than not getting the vaccine? 
on my show, we don't shame people that don't want to get the vaccine. We respect people's opinions. We don't tell people that if you don't get this, you're the problem. I don't I don't like what I see from Biden with that, President Biden. I don't like what I see with some of the government officials. I will never support, hey, we're going to send a military police to your house. We're going to force you down on a gurney and we're going to j- inject this vaccine, whether it's Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson or Moderna or AstraZeneca or whatever else is global. I don't support that. But I implore people especially those that have families, especially those that want to be out in the public, they want to travel, they want to be on airplanes, kids going back to school. I would implore you to, to, to look at the facts and talk to your doctor. I said this last week when, when Cindy Alexander from Adhere Health was in. We have several campaigns that I'm involved in. I just want to educate people. If you're educated and you get the facts, you talk to your doctor and you still say, nah, bleep that, I'm not taking that understand that but don't hit me with the this is a george soros depopulation agenda or that it's the mark of the beast was it the mark of the beast when when they vaccinated against polio and smallpox and diphtheria and whooping cough it's not like this is the first vaccine ever i get it it was rushed i get it there's a lot of control there's a lot of misinformation out there from the media, which is why I try to be media that, that's in the middle. That's not sp- spreading fear pornography, but also not dumb enough to say, hey, don't get the vaccine if you're, if you're in my political party because we're smarter than that. You, you notice how Sean Hannity, who's the devil, like I, like I said, Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, you want to talk about people that are going to have seats front court seats to hell i mean in the in the in the gates of hell if hell was a basketball game in the nba finals sean hannity laura ingram their feet are touching the court like they're on the, they're sitting next to drake in in the front row at 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 talking stick arena in phoenix watching game game five of the nba finals but in this in this scenario it's it's in hell you even see Sean Hannity reverse this field. He said, man, you might want to go get the vaccine. <laughs> Sean Hannity's been telling us not to get the vaccine for, for months and months. Even he said, uh, you might want to get this thing. This, this, Delta, this Delta variant is kind of serious. I don't want to get sued when people in my base get really sick or worse because I told them not to get the vaccine. I'll just tell people, don't listen to the media. Don't even listen to me. Don't listen to Lance J's advice. You got to make the decision for yourself. But I'm imploring everyone, educate yourself. Talk to your doctor. And use common sense. Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon 7 Studios. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 the blue, orange, and white. Those got those. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, a fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those into the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and those I got the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you, these are I don't even know what a Stan, Stan Smith, Smith is. Stan Smith was the Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. 
The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas. Classic. So we're Classic. Hold down. up. Hold up. The first Air Force Ones. The Dunks. The Flights. Uh, what else was was crazies? Uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You hear her blazing through your speakers. It's Ariana, the personality on Streets 99.3. You put that uniform on. That Titan uniform. You better come to work. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And then you will run a mile. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. You don't know me. Probably never will. But I need you to do something for me. Something that could literally change everything. You'll never get a thank you card. And yet, I need you to do it. And if that weren't enough, I need you to do it as soon as you are able to. If you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And for every single person you love. Deal? This is our shot to leave COVID behind. So one of the things that I really, really love about what we're doing here at Paragon 7 Studios and, and Lance J Radio Network, independence. I talk about independence all the time. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but I don't work for Fox. I don't work for ESPN. I don't work for NBC. I don't work for Clear Channel. I don't work for iHeartRadio. I'm completely independent. I sign my own sponsors. I build relationships through my consulting platform and combine media and consulting to deliver for my clients. And, and great, I have great clients, great people that are part of the network, Insight and Health, Adhere Health, Omega Health, Engage It Health, as it was four healths in a row. U.S. Hunger, Industrious. Great partners, great people that I enjoy working with. One of the things that I can do that I couldn't do when I worked for Blue Cross, I can speak my full and honest opinion. So when I say that, hey, I love Simone Biles, I got your back, Simone Biles, I'm glad that you didn't, that you decided to, to pull out, take care of your mental health. That's more important than winning more gold medals. You already have a, a whole closet full of gold medals. We love and appreciate what you've done representing our great country. But I'm not going to kiss your, your tukus. I'm not going to kiss your arse for pulling out and, and, and say that you're a hero and throw your ticker tape parade. I'm going to say who's the next person up. And then if you try to hit me with the whole, hey, you, you're sexist, you hate women, I'm going to roast somebody that DMs me about that because of my track record of doing the exact opposite for women, specifically when I was a healthcare executive. 
But I've been seeing something that I couldn't have spoken on because my previous employers would have fired me if they heard me say this. I see a lot of people, a lot of companies, and have had companies reach out to me about consulting, even about being their CEO. And their leadership is not good. Bad board, bad C-suite, inept, incompetent buffoonery. Now, a lot of you out there listening to this, you look at people that run these companies. Some of these companies, you look at them, they're making millions of dollars. They wear red-bottom shoes. They're driving very high-level uh, European automobiles. And you say, man, these people should have it together. But I'm telling you, I work with some of these people. Some of these people that run these companies are complete morons. My experience in healthcare, my experience in analytics, my experience, they're people, they're great. They're great leaders as well. I've, I had, my last boss was a fantastic leader. He's a brilliant man and a man of high character. And my last boss will probably be my last boss because I'm, I'm working for myself. But there are people that run some of these companies that have low emotional intellect, don't know what they're doing, went to Harvard and think that because they went to Harvard or Stanford that they're brilliant. They may be an A-plus academic, but they're a D-minus with emotional intelligence. They don't know how to talk to people. They're awkward. They hang around sycophants. Sounds like President Trump. What I'm going to do, I haven't done top five dead or alive. I'm going to do a top five dead or alive. Or oh, these are radioactive signs. If you see this in your company, you know that you're working with an NFC suite. You know you're working with people that don't have the foggiest idea of what they're doing. These are signs to look for, whether you're in healthcare, whether you're in banking, auto, automotive, whatever, whatever you do for a living, teaching. This is a sign of bad leadership. So cue to music. Top five dead or alive. Radioactive companies. Number five, gossip and sex in the workplace. Now, I know that there are a lot of people that, that like a good makeout session or even a or even a Bajowski. Now I don't know if I can say Bajowski on radio, but we're about to find out. But if you're at a workplace where people are always gossiping about what's going on, who's sleeping with who, who's messing around with who, who drinks too much, who's going through a divorce, whose kid just got popped for a DUI, that is not a good workplace. I worked at an employer many, many years ago. Well, you see people that are watching porn at work, and I don't mean watching porn on their phone at work, at their cubicle. I'm talking about people that are logging into Bank Bros and Pornhub from their actual work computer that has the logo of the company that they work on. That's a bad sign. If you see people, if you see people gossiping and people are always whispering about this and that, this and that. Yeah, people that are sleeping with their boss. I work for a company where I was passed over for a promotion. And I caught my boss and a person that they passed me over for the promotion for making out in their car. Late one night, I came back to work. I saw them making out. I never said anything. I'll never mention names. I'll never mention what city it was in, but I saw it with my own eyes. I was like, I gotta get out of this place. Number four, Mid-management turnover. If you see if you see middle management 
that's constantly turning over. You can't keep a manager. You can't keep a director. You bring somebody in from El Paso to come work for your company. They come in 1,500 miles. They come in from Las Vegas to the East Coast, or they come out to California from Chicago, and they're only there for six months. That's a bad sign. Because they, they say that bleep rolls downhill. And people put so much pressure on mid-management. I remember I had a job. And this boss was a pretty good boss, but the culture of this company was a was a it was not it was not a it was not a healthy work-life balance. Like this this company scoffed at the concept of work-life balance. I came in once there was an important meeting. I was there at 5:30 in the morning. And I had a boss complain to me that I wasn't putting enough time and effort into my job. And I'm like, yo, I was here until 9 p.m. I, I was here at five in the morning. Do you want me to move in? Do you want me, do you want me to bring a sleeping bag and sleep in my office and take a shower in the sink at work? It didn't matter what I did. It was never good enough from a time perspective. Well, you can't keep good middle management if you treat people like that. And I don't care what company you have, people think that it's the C-suite and the VP and the SVP that makes it happen. They're strategic. The people that are really on the front lines that make your company work, you have to have good management. You have to have good assistant management. You have to have good directors. If you don't have good middle management people, your company's going into the toilet. Because the people in the suits that make seven figures, they're not the ones on the front line. So that's a bad sign. Number three. Top five that are alive, signs that your company is radioactive and you need to get the hell up out of there, is reorganization. If you got to reorg your company, you get that email saying, oh, you know, Bill, Bill is leaving the company, quote unquote, air quotes, retiring. I'm like, Bill, Bill's only, only 52 years old. What do you mean he's retiring from the company? We're going to be reorging. And Bill's team is now going to go work for Mary. And Mary's going to be the new SVP of, of finance. When you, see, when you see constant reorganization, that's a sign that the people in the C-suite, they have no idea. They don't have a modicum of an understanding of what they're supposed to do. They're just blaming someone else and setting them up to take the fall for their incompetent decisions and porous management and people skills. You shouldn't be reorging more than once every three or four years. I've been in companies that reorg literally every six months. When you see that, you get the email from whoever the, the P&L owner is, whatever they call them. It's a vice president in some places. It's a C-suite in some places. But you got to get out there if you see this. Number two, unfair pay for women. If you're not at a place where women get paid fairly, that already tells you what you need to know about this particular company. Um, I had, I've had several organizations that reached out to Lance J about being their CEO recently. And I've said, I've said, look, I'm happy with my practice. I love what I do. I always take the call, I always talk. But I'm like, the first thing at the tip of the at the tip of the spear, if I come work for your company, you will pay women equally. And if you're not willing to do that, it's not a company that's worth being at. A lot of these people, they talk trash about equality, social determinants of health, programs, equity, we'll let you work from home. 
If you don't pay women equally, you're a fraud. And it's deliberate. Because I've seen the HR. I've seen what people do. I've seen... If somebody comes in, a lady comes in... Don't lowball women and take advantage of the fact that there's some people that just won't fight for what's right. Somebody comes in and they ask me for 85 grand and I know they're worth 95 grand. I say, I'm going to give you 95 grand. And then the final thing, number one sign of a bad and toxic work culture is micromanagement. Some of these systems that people invest millions and millions of dollars in, it's micromanagement. You see, Amazon, Amazon is the Roman Empire. I read an article on Amazon saying that they don't let their drivers even stop to use the bathroom. They have to, they have to urinate in a in an empty Aquafina bottle. If you're doing that, you're not gonna be in business forever. Because one thing that I've learned, people don't like to be micromanaged. You definitely can't micromanage Gen Z. You definitely can't micromanage millennials. You're not going to get the smartest person to come work from you that went to Duke or went to North Carolina or went to University of Ann Arbor Community College or went to Harvard or went to Yale or went to any of these elite schools and programs. They're not going to come to you and be micromanaged. They're not going to be told to come sit in a cubicle for 50 hours a week. People have families. People have lives. People have learned during COVID that it's absolutely ridiculous to spend two hours a day commuting in your car when you could be working out, spending time with your family, all of that stuff. And and that's and that's that's the that's the that's the sign of of a very 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 toxic workplace. Is, is those five things? Don't let. I tell people all the time. Your your employer needs you in many cases, more than you need them. Let me repeat that. They need you more than you need them. If you're a talented person, you work hard, you know your stuff, you have people skills, don't let these people push you around. Don't let them lowball you and underpay you. Don't let them bully you into spending 60, 70 hours a week in a cubicle, developing high blood pressure, developing back problems. Fight for your rights. Um, I, I, I've told companies I consult for, like, if you want to, if you want to have people come in and work 70 hours a week and that's your style and that's your creed, that's what you're about. You probably don't want to work with me. I'm, I'm not the consultant for you. Lance J show. You are listening to the Lance J radio network.
AEP annual enrollment programs are launching in just a few months, and this is the perfect time to shop for the best insurance options for you and your loved ones. Learn more about individual and group insurance benefits with Engage It Health. Their diverse portfolio includes accident expense, specified disease plans, life insurance, and PPO plans. Engage It Health's licensed benefit advisors are just a phone call away to bring you optimal service in selecting affordable and unique benefit packages that meet your health care needs. Call Engage It Health today at 832-219-5829. That's 832-219-5829 and tell them that Lance J sent you.